This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, March 30th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 7 of their podcast, Sustainability and COP26. And another thing I wanted to ask about is different sorts of organizations or pledges that that companies can join. Um, maybe Aviva has joined some of these already. I'm thinking about things like the Renewable Energy Buyers Alliance, things like this. Can you just talk about what those organizations are and why a company might want to be involved? Absolutely. And especially when it comes to sort of Aviva reducing operational emissions, one of our big focus areas is procuring renewable energy for all of our offices, as well as uh, implementing energy efficiency measures. And when we did our target submission and our inventory of greenhouse gas emissions, we, we realized that our footprint is not like one of the sort of bigger tech companies where the loads are concentrated. Our loads are scattered across the world and the market is not just there where where we can go out to each market and buy renewable energy. So we are working with groups like REBA or Renewable Energy Buyers Alliance to aggregate our loads and to send a strong market signal out there in terms of clean energy procurement. And a few other things you had mentioned previously, TCFD, CDP. Can you just explain what what these things are and, and what role they play? Sure, I guess I'll, I'll jump in here. So, you know, I think that CDP and TCFD relate essentially to reporting standards. And uh, I guess that's something that's also interesting. That's when I was talking about accountability and um, the fact that already in the private sector, there's a there's a very high bar here. So CDP, although now it, it goes definitely beyond just companies to also cities as well. You know, essentially it is a common framework for companies to report out on, on what they're doing and to provide some pretty detailed information on how companies are mitigating. So reducing emissions, but also managing climate related risks and preparing their own businesses to transition to a low, tra- uh, low carbon world. They're aligned to another standard, which is the task force for climate related financial disclosure. And, and again, you know, driving these disclosures disclosures are investors who are really trying to understand the businesses that they are invested in, but also to use their influence, right, to increasingly to use their influence to advance and accelerate the the transition to a net zero economy. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Total Energies SE isn't shy about taking advantage of the high-price, high-demand environment for oil and gas. With the multinational major raising its projected capital spending for 2022 through 2025 by about $1 billion to between $13 billion and $16 billion, while about half of this amount will go towards maintaining Total Energies oil and gas activities, the other half will be divided among its renewables, biofuels, and natural gas businesses, the last of which will be heavily weighted toward liquefied natural gas. Industrial Info is tracking about $43.5 billion worth of active projects from Total Energies worldwide, including about $4 billion worth in the U.S. Energy security initiatives mean U.S. liquefied natural gas facilities can move forward without secure finances, though the nature of the interdependent market suggests that security is a relative term. 
The European Union is to get a significant boost in liquefied natural gas imports from the U.S. this year as part of a plan to reduce its dependency on Russian gas. In a joint statement on energy, European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen and U.S. President Joe Biden revealed that the U.S. will supply at least 15 billion cubic meters of LNG to EU companies by the end of 2022. And Uzbekistan's development strategy for 2022 through 2026 includes the addition of up to 8,000 megawatts of solar and wind-generated energy, as well as up to 2,920 megawatts of hydropower. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.